0: Today, we're talking all about the best methods for communicating with students in your youth ministry.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Ministry Coach Podcast. We come alongside you and help you grow your ministry, not only in the size, but also the health of it by giving you weekly tips and tactics. My name is Jeff Lascola and this is...
0: Kristen Lascola. So
1: this is, when we record this, this podcast, we do it at night. And occasionally we'll do it during the day. This is one where we're actually doing it during the day. And there is a neighborhood dog <laughs> that you may or may not hear throughout. We're not sure where it's coming from, but it's somewhere in the near area. So... Apologize in advance. If you hear that, just going to have to deal with it. Pretend it's at your house and it's a dog near you. You're a youth pastor.
0: You're used to noise and having to (laughs) tune things out, right? (laughs) right. So you'll be fine.
1: (laughs) So we're going to talk all about communication today and specifically communication from youth pastor or youth director or youth worker to students, correct?
0: Yeah. So this question actually comes up a lot and I know why. And it's because communication is literally half the job sometimes. So it's not only what are we doing, but having to have different methods, effective methods to let people know what we're doing to get the biggest impact. Because it doesn't matter if we're doing great things, if nobody knows about it or knows how to sign up or find it or whatever, we're going to have very low success. So we have to become masters at communication. We've done another episode on how to communicate to parents specifically so that's another communication episode you'll want to check out jeff will link it below i always say that because i just <laughs> assume you will instead of you having I to hope go I will. hunt for it thank you jeff but yeah today we're going to talk about communication specifically to uh, students so let's start with a little bit of a prerequisite. And we've talked about this before, but without talking about this, it just doesn't like, we can't go any further in communication. So in order to communicate, you have to have people's information. Mm -hmm. And so if communication is half the battle, gathering information is half of that battle because (laughs) gathering information, And what
1: percentage would that be?
0: 25. Oh, good job. <laughs> They're like, how is that good? That's so obvious. Kristen and Math have had a complicated relationship
1: <laughs> over the years. So just to give you a frame of reference, one time she said if a football field is a hundred yards, take like half of that and then half of that, and that's about what you'd have. <laughs> and it was like 25.
0: <laughs> Precisely. Good job, grasshopper. Uh yeah. See? It, it made sense to you so it's fine <laughs> um, gathering information is a big deal we have to become experts at this or we can't communicate anything we're yeah. doing to anybody so it's just this like building block of you gather the information you communicate and then you know you have hopefully a rhythm or system eventually of communication that's less work it's gonna be a lot of work at the beginning so this came up because we got a question from a listener and it was a really good problem she was having. She was like, we're growing Mm -hmm. we're listening to your podcast. We're putting all this stuff into practice. We're, we're trying really hard to get systems in place, but the growth has kind of showed some weak spots, I guess you could say Mm -hmm. of, well, now we are figuring that it's kind of hard to communicate and it's kind of hard to even know, how, like she said, gathering data and information on people. So here's, here's the bottom line is you need, if you can't have a software system that is a people tracking software system, that's the number one thing I'd recommend. Then you're probably going to have to use a microsoft office kind of uh jerry rig system a little bit so our church uses something called arena it's a people tracking software system and it can do all kinds of stuff there's another company called rock that is similar and i think it has like the latest bells and whistles but there's probably all kinds of people tracking software out there if your church so this would not come out of your youth ministry budget what this needs to be is a catalyst for a conversation with your senior pastor because if your church is hoping to grow and is doing good things and is experiencing some growth and you guys don't have a church-wide global people tracking software system you will not be able to sustain your growth yeah so It it is expensive. I don't pay that bill. So I don't really know how much it costs, but I'm sure there's things for all different sizes of churches and companies or whatever, so that you can bite off just however much you need to chew on that. So In the past, I have not utilized those systems. And back in the day when we were a youth group of like 11 kids, I did just use Excel. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I would make sure I had everyone's information and I would put it into my little database called Excel. And then I would use Excel and Word together, like Word for a mail merge, meaning like the mailing labels Mm -hmm. to send people stuff in the mail. I would use email distribution lists. Um, Like just through my work email, I'd have a list that was called junior hires or junior (laughs) high parents or whatever it might be. And then I'd have these Excel lists that I saved of information. So it'd be like seventh grade girls, seventh grade boys, sixth grade girls, sixth grade boys, just so I had it organized if I only needed to communicate to one grade. So basically what I'm saying is you can go cheap and use Excel and Word, uh, that's probably not super sustainable, but it at least would be a band-aid for getting something rolling. But like I said, you your church is really gonna need for the long term a people tracking software. So that's where communication starts. Now the information we want from people are stuff like this. So I have a um a card and I just made it like it's nothing fancy and it's called a junior high information card. So anytime we have a new student that I know is not in our system, I have them fill out this card. It just asks for their first and last name, their date of birth, their address, their phone number and an email address. And usually I say, give me your parent email address if you don't check your email or give me both. Having a student's information and a parent's information simultaneously, Mm -hmm. like you could have your spreadsheet for students, your spreadsheet for parents, but you definitely want to make sure you have both. Once you have that info card filled out, you can start to put that into whatever your system is. Like I said, is it software or is it Microsoft office, whatever you want to use, but put that information somewhere where it's usable and retrievable for you. Now, now that we have their information and we put it into some kind of system, now we can actually start communicating. So wherever you're starting at this journey, like if you're like, no, we have everyone's information. We're good. Then just skip to this part, part two. So we've talked about this before of having a three month calendar out. So that is for parents and for students. So make sure you always have a three month calendar out in your room, uh, whether it's a weekend service or midweek program, but anytime students meet that should be available. That same calendar should be available on your website, whether that's your personal ministry website or your church website, whatever it might be, but make sure a three month calendar is always available for viewing. And this gets uh, asked
1: a lot too, but why three month and not just the full calendar? Cause you plan out your year and you know what the full year is going to be. Yeah. So why just give three months?
0: I like to give three months at a time for a couple of reasons. Number one, I want the freedom to be able to change something. So yes, I do plan out my entire calendar and December for the next year and it's ready to go. But sometimes I'm like, you know, I don't want to do this event and in the fall, like or gives
1: you a little bit of a wiggle room, yeah.
0: Or we need to change the date of something or something like will come up. So I just want the freedom to be able to change it. And also, I feel like when you give something out in doses, people are more inclined to. Like if it's a year, it's like, oh, I grab it once and I threw it away. Right. But if I give you something every quarter, hopefully it doesn't just become trash or mm. forgotten, uh, but keeps it fresh. So those are the reasons. But if you want to just put out your yearly calendar right at the beginning, you can go ahead and do that. Um doesn't really, I like it this way, but I don't think it's a huge significant difference. And also anytime I have a new student, I always make sure I hand them a calendar I say, fold it up, put it in your pocket, like take it home, go over it with your parents. And just so that they leave with some kind of information. And my information is on that calendar too. So it's the events. And then at the bottom, it has my email address and a phone number, a way to get a hold of me, our website. So it leads them to more information Mm -hmm. if they want that. So every new kid should have a calendar and that the parents will get that too. And you're going to link that episode. So you'll have to listen to the parent communication episode for that, but make sure you give new students a calendar and another thing. So to kind of double up on that. So we have the calendar and the calendar is always out, but sometimes it becomes a little bit of white noise. Like a calendar is just always there. So if there's a super special event we're doing and yes, it is on the calendar, but we want to add a little more momentum behind it, then we'll print a flyer in addition to the calendar Mm. specifically for that event and have it out on the table. A lot of times I'll put them in our small group leaders folders and I'll say, make sure you guys pass these out during your small groups and talk about the event a little bit so you can promote events within your small group have the small group leader literally hand up because if you just say like hey guys pick up a flyer on your way out they may or may not but if a small they may not (laughs) true well they might but then they'll throw it at each other or rip it into you know what i never understood and students used to do this with my attendance cards that i'd put out is they rip them into they love to just see how tiny of pieces of paper they can rip them into and then they leave them on the ground. Mm. And it's very, it's a very odd behavior or they'll put them in a cup and I'll just find these. It's like confetti. I don't know. I mean, are you that (laughs) bored? Like my gosh. Um, so like directly handing out the flyers to them, um, is another great way. So we got the calendars, we got the flyers and then live announcements are a big one for us too. So say we have an event coming up in three weeks depending on the event, I'll do it two or three weeks out. Usually not before that, unless it's a big thing like summer camp or winter camp Mm. where we need like a month and a half of signups or something like that. But for just a normal, like, hey, we're doing an all-nighter, we'll all nighter, well, I'll usually do a three week promo for that. So, live announcements are just exactly what they sound like. You're up on the stage, you're announcing, hey, grab a flyer in the back. You have a graphic, a slide that comes up on the screen so that they can hear and read it at the same time. So, create a graphic for your events. It could be very simple and you put it up on the screen, have that as a flyer. You're talking about it. And then sometimes to change up, The voice, we will pre-record our video announcements. And use students and just like tell them what to say, like okay, on September twenty third, we're having an all overnighter here. Are the details, and then we'll record the students saying it. And all of a sudden, they're looking like, oh, that's my yeah. friend up there, and my friend is the one giving the announcements. A pattern and, interruption, if you. Ooh, know. yes, good lingo, and and that's what it feels like. And then they hear it all over again for the first time. But sometimes, if we're just up there, like, hey guys, quiet down, quiet down. Okay, we have an event coming up. It's just not the same. Another great communication. For. before you
1: go to that one do you do the video announcements like with the students is that on a weekend or a midweek or both
0: mostly midweek i don't use that as much on uh, because it's just i don't know why i don't know why we don't usually do that no good reason mm-hmm. i think i would do it either way but If you can be diligent and record your events or get footage Mm. from every event you do, you save that and you turn that into a promos for the next year. So if you have a calendar that recycles and you do the same events year after year like us, then... I ask my intern, I'm like, hey, do you have footage from that last year? Let's turn that into a promo and push for this year. And then they actually get to see the event happening and you have like the music and good edits and you have the information on there and they only need to be about 30 seconds. And it's a commercial is basically what it is. And that's another way for the pattern interruption. So those are some ways that you can get creative with live announcements so that people are actually hearing you, not just you on a mic week after week saying it. So now they've seen it on the calendar. They've seen it on a flyer. Their parents know about it because you've watched that episode and now you're using different methods of uh, live announcements. Now, Another way to communicate with students on the regular is social media. So social media, a lot of parents are on Instagram now. I in the past have done Facebook and Instagram, Facebook for the parents, Instagram for the kids, but I don't even really touch Facebook anymore Mm. for my youth group. And I know youth groups that still do use it. And I think it's probably pretty successful. I don't know. I think I got logged out a long time ago, and <laughs> I couldn't figure out the how to get back in. And then I just, like, forgot about That's it. That's the youth pastorist excuse <laughs> ever. It's a reason... <laughs> Not an excuse. Okay. I logged
1: out. So I kind of just, just left like it whatever, <laughs>
0: whatever. And then I like tried to restart it, but then it was a different account. I'm just like, Bleh. so if Facebook <laughs> is working for you to reach parents, go for it. You probably aren't gonna reach any students that way. So we use Instagram as our primary social media for communication. So when you're on, we could probably do a whole episode on Instagram. Maybe we'll do that in the future, but making sure you're utilizing reels posts and stories cuz depending on who the consumer is yeah. and what kind of content they're going some people just watch stories that's all they do they yeah. just go through the top reel and so, reel they go through the top uh feed yeah. you know I think there's probably youth groups that are having great success with TikTok. And we did we do have one. I just haven't done anything with it in a while. Did you
1: forget the password and login uh, for it?
0: My intern, she ran it. And <laughs> so I never asked her. And plus I don't I don't know how pro I am at TikTok yet. Mm. I think I need I mean, I can do Instagram like without really thinking about it. TikTok, I'm not that good at yet, but I would say that would be a really great way to reach students. A lot of it students. is just
1: repurposing it. Same content. You're just putting it in different I platforms. Know, I know. <laughs> I should.
0: <sighs> so much to do. No, just kidding. Um, Yeah. So TikTok, Instagram. I think there was five minutes where we used Snapchat. And sure. I just, uh, I can't with Snapchat. I think the content on the, like, I don't know what they call the homepage on there.
1: little sketch.
0: It's sketchy. Like, TikTok has the for you and it follows your algorithm. So there's not a ton of ads. I mean, there's ads, but they're, it's not articles. You mm. know what I mean? And pictures and weird stuff. Whereas I feel like Snapchat, the like homepage is like all these random like news feed articles, mm. like on pop culture and stuff. And I think they're like, just sketch so i stay away from that i don't really know if i could justify drawing a student to snapchat but um whereas
1: tiktok if it's sketch it's because you're sketch.
0: <laughs> and i mean that to me feels so true because and
1: instagram actually. i'm
0: on tiktok every single day and you, i you never get, see anything inappropriate. you get
1: docs and videos you get
0: vegan recipes <laughs> i get some comedy stuff animal stuff you know i get some i mean i just if it's sketchy i mean i'm in the dark about it like i don't i don't ever really come across that stuff so i don't feel like negligent of sending kids to tiktok you know i think it's a great way to send out information i think there's a lot of really great christian tiktokers too mm-hmm. Either that or funny, like comedic stuff, like content stuff. I've even used some like for worship transitions, like sermon jam kind of things. There's some really good ministry happening on TikTok. Hmm. If you're looking for it, it's like, wow, like this stuff is super useful. So I love it. Instagram and TikTok is where I would put most of my energy. All right. So another is text services. So texting is for students probably the number one way they get information. Now, a lot of kids are using Snapchat as a text service. Mm. And to that, I say, you and your friends can do that. (laughs) Uh, But there are text services that allow you to do group texts in a more efficient way. So in the past, I've used things like Remind. There's an app called Remind that's helpful. GroupMe, I've used um, more so for my leaders there's discord. I use that for my leaders. I wouldn't, I don't know. Students are probably on that. It's kind of more of a gaming, Mm -hmm. like a gamers platform, but you can use it and you can create different channels within it of like student leaders or Tuesday nights or weekends or whatever. So I, I think what texting service you use just really depends on the size and needs of your group. So I think remind is probably designed for like the largest platform. I think you can opt a ton of people into that. Some of the people tracking software systems that we were talking about in the beginning do have a text feature as well. I know Rock does. And so that's pretty incredible Mm -hmm. that like you can select a certain group of people to send text to. So, I mean, if your group is over, I mean, I don't know, what's the limit of text on just like a regular messenger on iphone right and so getting a texting system i would say just probably do a little bit of research for what is the best one for your group size and then you can send out those texts to students once a week and the great thing is because you know when you're in a group chat it's just terrible because just
1: dinging constantly yeah and
0: so the group me it or group me remind app it's like more one-way communication Mm. and then they can respond just to the administrator to the sender so they can reply to you not really to each other and you can't really see anyone else's communication whereas group me you can see everyone's communication unless you do a direct message in that case why not just text someone right so group me it's That had worked in the past for my leaders. We were on a group me chat, but then we realized we needed to get more specialized because there were leaders who only needed to hear about worship. And then there Mm. was leaders who only needed to hear about small group stuff. And then there were leaders that needed to be a part of everything because they're on staff also. And then there's the security team. Like it was just getting to be like, wait, who's on this and who's not. So we specialized that on discord a little more, So yeah, those are some options for you to look into and research. And yeah, hopefully that is between all of those though. Listen to me. Students still will text you (laughs) the day of an event and be like, where are we meeting? Where are we going? What time does it cost? I didn't know about this. What time does it cost? (laughs) That's how ridiculous it is. Like, I feel like with even all these fine tuning points of communication and all the effort on our end to push communication to you. And that's the thing we've talked about before. Make sure you're not making people pull information out of you, but that you're pushing communication to them. You know, nobody should be confused unless they're just not paying attention, but it shouldn't be because, well, you never sent it out. And, And the timeliness of communication is a big deal, too like i think like rookie youth pastors will do the whole like it's monday hey guys friday we're having a dodgeball pizza right. party whatever night and it's like that should have been 3 weeks ago you and if you're if your events aren't well attended communication might be broken mm-hmm. it might be that you're communicating infrequently, not the right method, or it's just too close to the event and you're not giving people enough time to plan ahead. I think that's a big mistake I made when I was new of just like scrambling like, oh my gosh, this event is next week. You know, one week is not enough to promote an event. Like I said, depending on what it is, the reason I said two weeks out is because the only time I do a two week out communication is when it's a night you're already going to be with me. So Mm. say we're doing a special event on Tuesday night. It's like a boys versus girls night or something like that. It's like, well, you're going to be there anyways. Now I'm just giving you a heads up. It's going to be super fun. Maybe like, you wear something different or team color or whatever. But if it's like an event where you have to sign up and we're going somewhere and whatever, it's like a three week minimum of out. And so, yeah, those are some questions to ask yourself if you're like kind of stuck of like, why aren't people coming to stuff? So yeah, I think that kind of wraps it up.
1: And then you guys probably have a better pulse of what your youth group is like into, especially social media wise. So if there's something that you know that they're all on Instagram or they're all on Facebook or whatever it is, yeah. you'll, you'll know that or you should know that. And you can always ask that just to get a better handle on that. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Last week, for those of you who were here watching or listening, you knew that <laughs> <Winner>! <laughs> I apparently <laughs> don't cannot know how pronounce. to
0: say cauliflower
1: cauliflower he said
0: cauliflower cauliflower. and he was wrong
1: and i'll probably still say cauliflower but
0: and you'll still be wrong
1: the correct way to say it apparently is cauliflower hello
0: calling a flower
1: flower. so i'm wrong but we have another question this is another pronunciation thing that actually we're on the same page with because i decided to decide with whatever she does because she's always right so this is one (laughs) that goes back to um, like kindergarten in those days. Uh, I hate this one. Crayola. Is it Crayola crayons, crayons or crowns?
0: <laughs> I hate that last one. And why was there always a kid in like first grade who would say, "Um, can I have the brown crown, please? <laughs> can you please pass me the yellow crown? I'm like, crown crown. crown so I won't frown. <laughs> Like a crown, Yeah. like there is no, I'm sorry. There is no way that you may be, be
1: skewing the results right now because people might be too we'll afraid to be honest. To write crown. If you're
0: a crown sayer, <laughs> be proud and write it because I need to understand why you say crown, looking up the spelling of the word crayon seems most phonetically yeah. correct, but everyone knows it's just crayon crayons it should so the way we pronounce it c-r-a-n-s crayons um i i could be friends with someone who says crayons i guess yeah. i'd kind of like internally roll my eyes but if you say crowns it's because
1: they've won up to basically
0: yeah maybe <laughs> if you say crowns i don't know
1: i would say like oh it's a regional thing but it's like well it was where we grew up there were people that said yeah. all three
0: crown yeah that is, I don't know. I wonder if we're the only, have we, are we the only one who has experienced kids calling them crowns?
1: <laughs> weird. Put that in the comment section below. <laughs> what do you guys say? Crayons, crowns, or crayons?
0: <laughs> crayons, <laughs> crowns, crayons.
1: All right, let's do a community comment of the day. This comes from Cody Loft who says, your content is so good. There isn't enough channels out there for youth ministry workers. I'm learning lots from your podcast. Thank you guys for all that you do
0: you're welcome thank you cody that is our goal
1: we wanted to put out stuff that is youthful youthful (laughs) youth youth you uh useful
0: for youth workers crown youthful (laughs) (laughs) it's like you said useful with a lisp or
1: that. Useful. <laughs> we wanted to put out content that was super useful and youthful so that you guys would be able to take something away every time, every episode. So yeah. Hopefully we're able to do that. And like Kristen was saying before, we will link up. Actually, it'll be right, if you're watching on YouTube, it'll be right up here above Kristen's head. Oh. There will be a card <laughs> you can click on on YouTube to go to the parent communication. If you're listening on the podcast or if you just go in the YouTube description, it'll be down below as well. So thank you guys so much for watching and listening. And we we'll will see, see you next time. time.